Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Alright guys, and welcome into the Unrelated at Birth studio. Now, I can say that because I am officially in my studio. My voice just cracked in my studio. I don't like this, but I have a better sound. My my whole studio is muffled. There, you won't hear a herd of turtles above me anymore. <laughs> it's amazing. And if you missed our Facebook Live just a few minutes ago, you missed a walking tour of the Casa Dave, Ramada Dave. Ramada. I don't know. But anyway, so here we are. I am the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, coming to you live and in living color from the Unrelated at Birth Studio. I'm not going to say top of the state of Alabama anymore. I'm just going to say coming to you from the Unrelated at Birth Studio. Wow. That's a change. Uh, That's that's an old sideline warning line. So that'll be. I know. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm changing it up, right? (laughs) So uh, here we go. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm here. And with me in his new studio, I've got the one, the only, the phenomenal brother, Adam Russell. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not much, man. Just uh, reopening to reopen to not reopen. That is the question. Just uh, you've got a sense of normal. Two weeks, right? Three weeks. Yeah, about three. Yeah, Three the, borders, the biggest change for us is the pool finally reopened in town. So Blair got to take the kids to the pool. They're doing Mary like a, has a pool. Oh yeah. Most, most towns do. I they, figured it would be just like the pond in the out back. Oh gosh. Well, you know, not all of us can plaster our wall with whiskey barrels, whiskey barrels. Bourbon. <laughs> um, but no, they, they reopened the, the city pool and they had a reservation system and you wore a mask if you weren't in and, they had just a few, let just a few parties in and that kind of stuff. So it was, it was good. So some, some fun and safe things are starting to be available. You know, um, yeah. the theme parks are back. So, I mean, you know, little by little. They're not, they're not all back yet. Not all back. Almost. One Vera, thing. Hil- Vera Beach and Hilton Head are back now. So Disney's creeping into it a little bit. Oh, I didn't know they opened so, up. Mm-hmm, they did yesterday. Do we have a date on Alani yet? I haven't heard about Alani yet. No. Okay. Well. If you don't know, I do talk uh, DVC on my other podcast, Top of the World. Listen to it if you like DVC. Top of the world to you. Top of the morning to you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but this week, last week, we covered some pretty hefty topics. Yeah. Um, Let's before we get into our topic this week, let's get into the one topic that we didn't touch last week that we were going to. Adam, Adam, are you are you okay? Are, okay. are you 
are, are you know the whole world's moving on, but Adam's still in <laughs> coronavirus land. And, and uh, you know what? It's probably for the best, given um, that you don't know what numbers you can trust, man. I, I was griping about this months ago. I'm griping about it still today because you know Florida's seeing record cases every day, but they're saying that it's because now when they find a hot spot, they go in and they're aggressively testing. And so the tests have gone up, the tests haven't gone up, the percentage is down, the percentage is up. There's just no, there's still just no good metric. Um, you just kind of have to piece together your own opinion from everything. But I mean, it's like I I, I said, I can't remember who I said it to. Um, Probably me. No, I don't think it was you. Um, I said to somebody else, oh, it was that post I did on Facebook where I said, I've kind of made up my mind is what I need to see. What do I need to see happening from a metric standpoint in order for us to go back out and do some of that really normal stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, where we're talking about what we do for a trip this summer and, you know, thinking through those things. Um, did you, did you bring that up? Did you click that up there? I brought it up you there. I have- Sorry for the folks on the podcast. Dave found out he had the ability to share comments. So, so there, there's, a, I think there's just a lot of stuff because really when you're, when you're in central Florida and you live here, to Vance's point, you know, you go to Disney oh, Springs on a Saturday, it's miserable in the heat and in the rain with a mask. You, you kind of let all the tourists come and you just kind of sit for a while. You know, it's really hot outside. Everything's usually busy. So you're spending time again at the pool, doing swimming lessons, taking your vacation trip and all that kind of stuff. So it's really not going to be that different. Now, if we're in the fall and the weather gets nice and we still have to be doing this kind of thing, that's when probably it'll be a little more different than what we normally do. But. So I got I got two things. Yeah, I need horror nights. Yeah, it. it I'm a little. Well, you better talk to Amanda about that. Well, okay. Even if, well, I'm going to be there in October anyway. <laughs> that's true. So we've got a day that's not Disneyfied. So you know maybe Amanda keeps all four kids because you know she's already said she's not going to horror nights. Yeah. So that's how we do it. That's how we get her. We say, all right, Amanda. Here's the deal. Blair wants to go to Horror Nights. You don't. So if you don't go to Horror Nights, you have to keep all four kids. <laughs> if you go, I'm sure there's a, a couple of grandparents that live in a, a little bit further east. It depends. It depends. Or it's west. But it depends or on west. it depends on how things go, man. I mean, it, it's one thing to reopen. Because you saw, I don't know if you've seen the video or not, but there's video coming back of... um of um, Hagrid's and right when you, they, they load it with a conveyor belt. Like you step on a conveyor belt and the train's moving right next to you and they do load really efficiently and you don't really ever stop once you're past a certain point, but they've taken all of the social distancing tape off the grounds, all the graphics off the ground. And they have video of a cast member saying, please fill in all the available space, please fill in all the available space. So we're like a, a week or two into this. Well, they're used to that. I mean, that's, no, but, but you can't though. That's the thing. I know, to, but they're, they're, they're used to saying that and no, they I, have I, to untrain themselves. But now, now if, if any small little break outbreak can be traced back to people who all rode Hagrid's in a particular time frame, and they have video of that cast member or that team member, they're going to be in a lot of trouble, dude. Especially when you consider the fact that you had to go to Orange County and say, here's what we're going to do yeah. in the middle of this pandemic. And now you're not doing that. So I th- whether or not that's a true story, whether or not, you know, that's just the spin that people are putting around it to have something that, to get clicks. I think you, you just have to, all of those things, if a million small things stop happening, they add up to a bad situation. 
And everybody's just got to stick with those million small things between now and October if you want Halloween Horror Nights. That's just how it is. I mean, given yeah. the nature of the event. That's true. Given the nature of the event. So we'll have to all be diligent for Dave. The other thing is I need Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah. Because we're coming yeah, down. That's from... different, though. That, no, is it? Operate a is theme it? Park, yeah. If you can operate a theme park, you can operate Mickey's Not So Scary. No, no. Yeah. You go to Not So Scary for the pictures, the the characters that are not normally out. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We don't go for. The, I mean, yes, we go. For, there's candy there. My, sure. Ellie, Ellie likes to come back with tons and tons and tons of candy. But I go for the special parade. You get to see the headless horseman walk down. You, you mm -hmm. get to the Buddha you parade, the fireworks, the sure. the stage shows, the the scene, the characters that aren't normally out. And as of right now, that's not happening. Well, you can see so, characters that are out potentially by then. You just may not be able to take pictures with them. But that's the thing. You don't normally get, well, we do because we go every year, mm -hmm. but yeah. pe people don't normally get to, I don't know, see the seven dwarfs. Yeah. But, and, and Kevin makes a good point. Um, although, Adam, your favorite team, the star running back, got the Rona this week. Sure. Zeke and, and also had it announced to the world like HIPAA doesn't matter. I don't understand that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to, you know, I've always wondered how they did that with injuries. How can you sit there and discuss injuries well, you on live television? Gambling. Well, no, I get it. But there's HIPAA laws that have, I mean, people's medical what's the first private. What, what's the first syllable of that law? HIP. HIPAA. Mm -hmm. Crit. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he got it. And, you know, how many is it now? Seven Alabama players yep. have yep. been tested positive. So, I mean, it's, it's just part of getting everything back together. It's going to happen. I mean, Auburn and Alabama are both having students on campus. So, I don't know. All right, yep. we got to show this. What's fans saying here? Had reservations for SeaWorld on Sunday. Couldn't bring myself to go. Might go to the Bush Gardens for Father's Day. But ugh, the thought of masks all day is ugh. Tories to put masks, ugh. Yeah. I, I get it, man. I If you follow me personally on Facebook, you saw I've had arguments all day about wearing a mask. Uh, here's yeah. the deal. I hate it. I need I, I need to pull a Josh Rippey, WDW couple, and and trim my beard up. Because it's not, it didn't look pretty. It was hard to <laughs> push the beard up under the mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Gilbert, seven players, but we're claiming 17. Well, Alabama always <laughs> has to be the best at everything, right? <laughs> I just, I, yeah, the thing with the masks for me is it's such an easy thing. And does it, does it kind of stink? Yeah. If it's hot outside, yeah. And it's summertime, which makes it worse. But it's one of the outside, see, walking through a theme park outside. It's I don't hot. have as much of a problem with it. I, I, I don't have a problem with someone walking around in a theme park without one because you're outside. I saw a study that says 90% of the virus is killed within like six and a half minutes. You know, could you still walk through a cloud where somebody coughs or sneezes? Yeah, but it's the indoor aspect to it where I think it, it absolutely has to happen. And every but if you take, if you're taking it on and off the whole time, you're touching your face and all that stuff. And so you just have to keep it on. But, 
it, it's just one of the simplest things you can do. It's not convenient for, again, we, we talk about this all the time. People just want the entertainment back. You know, I just give me my entertainment. And it's it, that that's one of the things that's going to have to be prioritized lower. Theme parks aren't going to be fun. Sporting events. Can you imagine going to an Alabama football game in September in a mask with a with an 11 o'clock kickoff? Nope. I mean, you, you it, just it, saw my TV set up. There ain't yeah. no way I'm going to that game. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, yeah he just, kids who had the Rona because he knows they're tough and can survive. <laughs> well, and that and that for me is just it's so easy to do. It just needs to be done. Just to yeah. put my the period on my point I was making with your post, it it needs to be done. So, but news came out this week. You and I aren't really at risk. What do you mean? Type O blood? Well, see, but that's the thing though. The way it was worded, again, it's all about context. It said that people with type O blood are less likely to test positive. So, so is, is that it that you're less likely to get it? Or even if you had it, you're still going to test negative. Hmm. So. Regal announcing movies are coming back. Okay, great. What's in the theaters? Our theaters are open here in Huntsville now, but nothing's here because it's all gone straight to Netflix or straight to Disney plus, which by the way, I'm glad Artemis Fowl went straight to Disney plus. Oh, I that, haven't seen it yet. Did it was God awful. Yeah. I had a feeling. I mean, it had such a great premise, but it, it an hour and a half of what the heck did I just watch? Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm glad Disney missed the boat on that. Um, but so, yeah, I, I just I'm ready for things to open. Yeah. Get yeah. them open, but do it carefully. Because yeah, but we've shown that even doing it carefully, I mean, even doing it carefully but here's the question here's the question i posed a i saw a post today and i sent it to you i didn't share it publicly because i i can't i can't verify but if this is the case somebody's saying now that the alabama public alabama department of public health has come out and said yeah you're going to see a huge influx in numbers because let's see, as a result of this, our Alabama Public Department of Health and its vendors have resolved delays. As a result of these reporting block backlogs, the dashboard appears to display sizable increases in all numbers. That's the reason that we're seeing a sizable increase in the state of Alabama. If that's real, then where what? What? Why? Here, here's my problem with that is when everything reopened, it was, hey, see, there's no increase in cases where things are reopening. Texas, Alabama, Florida. Now things are reopening and it's, oh, testing backlogs and in tests have gone up. And if those cases continue to increase, what do you have left to blame it on? Right. Other than the fact that it's just not time to fully reopen yet. It's, it's almost like people don't want us to know what's going on. I mean, I, I saw something that said that the state of Florida actively does not report out on current hospitalizations. You have to piece it together. Like there's not a single place you can go. You can get it county by county and aggregate it, but they won't say, here's how many people are hospitalized. And it's just, there's so many opportunities for much better information. And instead they leave it up to the media and the media is going to do whatever the heck they want to do with whichever number makes the best story in the moment. 
Right. So, exactly. Anyway. I hate that. Anyway. We've beaten um, that dead horse. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into baseball, let's let's do our, our Virgil asked a question, question of the week from that we didn't get to last week. Sure. Let me cue it up. All righty. And here we go. Here's the fact about my favorite part, Epcot. Starting from the central entrance to the World Showcase, it is roughly 1.2 miles around. But my question is, starting from the central entrance to the World Showcase and going to the left, can you name all 11 countries represented in order? Thanks, guys. Look forward to the next podcast. Bye. From the left... Facing facing the lagoon as you walk in the park, turn to the left. Starting at Canada. No. You walk into the park. Turn, turn left. To the left okay. When you get to the lagoon. Okay, hold up. Gotta go quick. Come on. Uh, I mean, I can't do this quick. I can. Come on. Next, Mexico, Norway, China, Africa. Doesn't count. Can, yes, refreshment it does. Port, refreshment port does not count. Okay. Okay. Germany. Italy. This is where I lose it. Germany, Italy. <laughs> is, is America next? Yeah. Okay. And then it goes to Japan. <laughs> and then, the conversation we had last week, really. Yeah. And then it goes to Morocco. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to France. Yep. And then it goes to England. And then it goes to Canada. Not England, the United Kingdom. Close. Though. Okay. Yeah, the United Kingdom and then Canada. Well, you had to really think your way through that, didn't you? Well, I had to think of the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I, I could do it. See? Yeah, whatever that um, refreshment port. I don't think it's refreshment port. Whatever it's called over there. It doesn't. It's it a nice theme. does not count as a pavilion. Yes, it does. Drums and hot dogs do not count as a pavilion. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It has to. If you look it up on the map, it's not listed as a country. Really? It's a it's a food and beverage location that has drums around it. Why would that count as a pavilion? Well, because it's African themed. He just went away. Y'all, he just left me. Where did he go? Uh-oh. I need to find Adam. Y'all. I, I need help. Uh, Adam. Adam, where did you go? Where did he go? Where did he go, Doc? Which way did he go? I have no idea what happened. I don't either. That was the weirdest thing ever. Your mom says they're 11. So did we miss some? There's Mexico, Norway, China. Germany, Italy, Italy, United States, Japan, Morocco, France, United Kingdom, and Canada. That's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Vance says you're very passionate about the refreshment port. Yes, you. Well, you are. Well, yeah, because it's there. It's, it's themed to Africa. <laughs> why, why, are, why are we not calling it a country? What country was set to go where Ratatouille is going now? Brazil. Or Israel. Yeah, it's one of the two. One of them. Yeah. There's space, actually, 
if I'm remembering this correctly, there's space to put a new country in between China and Germany, where the refreshment port, port is. Kind of, yeah. I think that it's, it, it runs right along that canal. Your dad said Russia. Russia. Glad Russia wasn't there. <laughs> okay, wherever bourbon's from. Oh, yeah, the United Kingdom. <laughs> United States. United States, yeah. There you go. Missed it. All right. So what's behind me now, Adam? A baseball. A baseball has been very good to me. What refreshments do they have at the Africa booth? Hot dogs, hamburgers. Yep. All right. So let's uh, let's 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 do some talking here. Um, is baseball coming back in 2020? And should it even come back in 2020? I mean, from everything I'm seeing that. The last sentence of the last player response that said "name a time and place" or something like that, yeah, basically was telling the commissioner, "Commissioner, you're going to mandate a season anyway, so just go ahead and do it. Let's make it a game season. Quit all the back and forth. You're not going to improve our financial position, so let's just get this over with. And then, I guess whichever players would want to are the ones that'll come. I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. I so. The, the backstory of this is all when baseball has been saying, all right, let's start. The owners are wanting like a 75 game season, maybe an 85 game season. Some were even saying 114 or uh, that was the players. The players are wanting 114 go into November. Fine. Play expanded playoffs. Yeah. Go into November. Give us a good season. But the owners are saying we're going to lose a billion dollars without stay, uh, fans in the stands. Yeah. And so it's billionaires uh, fighting against millionaires for money. Basically, yeah. And and basically, the, the owners want a short season. The players want a longer season because they want to they get paid. They want to get paid their, their year, yearly salary at not a prorated rate, which I saw something that one of the first – like the first proposal that the, the owners sent to the MLPA, um, they wanted to do enough, like so much proration that of Mike Trout's 24 million that he makes a year, he would yeah. make something like five. Yeah. Which is nothing to sneeze at. It's, it's not chump change, but for somebody who's used to living on a $24 million a year salary, that's a very hefty cut. Yeah, but used to living. I mean, you know, they sock a lot of that away. I mean, it's not like they're living paycheck Suppose, we to paycheck. Hope. We hope. Yeah, you hope they are. And but, I don't think but, Mike Trout would, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the problem is, is baseball already has a problem with an exceptionally long season. No. And yeah. Too short. It's too I mean, short. It's exceptionally long. It makes it's the NBA, way, it it's makes way the NBA look like a 30-minute sitcom, man. And it just, you've already got that. And in the middle of not having, because I mean, the owners have to think about it like this. You're not going to have fans in the stands, yet you have to operate like you do. The only thing you're not running is merchandise and concessions. Everything else pretty much has to be at staff. So you have the cost coming of that and you have all of that to do. I just don't think it's in their best interest to have a long season. I don't think the, the demand probably is there for it, to be honest. But I don't know that the players are going to go for it. I mean, why shouldn't? Why should they? Give them, a, know, give, them a, give them a prorated season, but pay them yeah. their salary. 
I don't think you should make your full salary. I mean, how about all these people that are furloughed right now because theme parks are closed? They're not getting well, paid their salary. They should be. Why? Nothing. There's no money coming in. I, I mean, even even Universal didn't furlough everybody, but they cut. I mean, they cut in, and people show up to work when it's time to go back to work. And the executives at Disney that might have taken a pay cut are, are there and doing their jobs too. And it's like the rest of America has to find a way to work. Right. These guys should be an example and do it too. Because if baseball is truly, if baseball is truly America's pastime and it's truly it's not a symbol anymore. of America. No, I know the NFL really is now, but our football is now, but if America's re- or baseball is really going to be a symbol for anything for our country, the players just need to suck it up and find a way. And the owners do too. I'm not saying they're absolved of anything here. The, just, the owners it, it are just rings tone deaf right now for this to be about money. I agree for both sides. Yeah, for both sides. I mean, every other sport, major league sport, has basically said, all right, we're coming back. We'll do a short season. We'll do a short mm-hmm. whatever. We're coming back. We'll, NASCAR, for God's sake, was the first one back. Yeah. Which shocks the crap out of me because there's no way you can social distance in, in NASCAR. They found a way. They haven't had any problems yet. And, and they were on they were on the forefront of the whole Confederate flag thing, which mm-hmm. – if any of you know anything about NASCAR, that's um, that's woven into the history of NASCAR. Well, especially and, if you think about like the the tailgating and camping out that happens before, that's going to be the hard part. It's because you're going to have all of the people. You may not be able to to police the parking lots outside. They said well it cannot be on the grounds. Yeah, but dude, are you really going to walk up to Joe mechanic that's been drinking all day and tell him he's going to take that flag down? I mean, I don't want to be the person that has to do that. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, and, and then what do you consider the ground? It's just, I don't know. It's, I think I, I respect the, the move. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they police it and stop it once, once fans are back in the stands. But yeah, your dad makes a good point. Baseball just got over two black eyes and now they want a fat lip. I mean, I mean, so I think that if they did this, it, it's more than just a fat lip. I think this might be a, a death knell. I mean, 94, it took two men, three men, really, to to bring the sport back. We can argue till the cows come home. Was it best for baseball in the long run? But I played you a clip. In fact, I'm going to play it. This is a clip from ESPN uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, I can't remember the name of the show now. But it's the big, the Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Sure about that season. So here we go. Some sports columnist the other day made the point that there is nothing in sports that quite compares with the home run in baseball. It's the big bang. It's the punctuation. It's the Bambino. It's the Sultan of Swat. It's Mickey Mantle. It's Willie Mays. It's Hank Aaron. It's Robert Redford in the natural. All those things. The home run yeah. and that 98 season after the 94 season where I don't know if you remember it much because we were all young, but that 94 season, I was I was done. I was so mad that they, they didn't play. And when they were talking about coming back in in uh playing with reserve players, replacement players, I wasn't even gonna watch it. Yeah. But then 98 happened. 97 was was interesting, but 98 happened. And McGuire, Sosa, 
Griffey, all those guys swinging for the fences brought me back to baseball. And yep. I, I can remember where I was when he hit 61. Yeah, I remember where I was when he hit 62. And, and you know, it's just something about those guys. Were they on steroids at the time? Yeah. But was the entire country glued to their TVs watching Major League Baseball? Yeah, they were. Or at least watching uh, the recaps of it and that kind of thing. And it's where even ESPN and Sports Center and that kind of stuff really latched onto it and got popular, more popular than they even were, especially on the baseball front. But the, the interesting thing about it is I was reading an article about Joe Torre and how you want to talk about how big of a deal the home run is in baseball. We all talk about 98, and we've talked probably three times just on our show alone since we've changed themes. You can come back into the picture. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> anyway, Dave's put up Mark McGuire for those of you that can't see. Um, but the, the home run is such a big deal, and that home run chase was such a big deal. Nobody talks about the fact that the Yankees won, what, 114 games that season? Yeah. I mean, that's like a footnote to the home run race, you know? Yeah. So it was Braves and Yankees in that World Series, I believe, and they swept us. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but at the same time, <clears throat> if a sport, to my dad's point, he's making, you know, steroids, corked bats, loaded baseballs, that's been discussed. Not in 98. Not in 98. Saying, overall, that's been discussed. It's like Deflate Gate, right? Like those types of things have been discussed. And for me, if baseball needs a gimmick like that to happen again after this, I don't think it's a death knell, but I, you saw when, when Earnhardt died and then Dale Earnhardt Jr., bless his heart, didn't pan out to what his daddy was, people walked away from NASCAR. I mean, every every driver on the track now seems like they're under the age of 25 right now. And I don't have a driver. I don't have I a driver now. I mean, and it's it, we're in a stage right now when Harvick, Bush, um, Joey Logano, um, um, who's the guy that drives a FedEx car? Um I can't think of his name, but but anyway, th those are the guys. Okay, it's going to bug Jimmy me. Johnson. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's retiring after this year. Yeah, well, he's yeah stepping in and out. Benny Hamlin, that's it. But oh. those are, those guys are the old timers now. Yeah, I know, and they're and, still but they're still so young, and but they don't fit like who you'd want to root for if you're an old school NASCAR fan. You know, I think yeah. Hardwick's probably the closer closest one to it. Chase Elliott might be. Well, I, I'm a big Chase Elliott fan because he's got the tie-in to to Bill. It's yeah. like a, it's I, it's 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 like the the Earnhardt Senior to Junior thing. It's handed down, and it's the next generation. But everybody else, you know, they change cars every year. They change sponsors every year. So if you Even buy junior. a hat, yeah, if you buy a hat that says like with Junior, this year's hat is Mountain Dew. Next year's hat is National Guard. Next one is Nationwide Insurance. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you're having to change merch the whole time and change like which which car is my driver in. And uh, you saw people walk away from NASCAR. If this pans out where there's either no baseball or a continued fight and there seems to be less than a stellar product put on the field, people will enjoy it. But you may see some people walk away. Yeah. And that'll be sad. And, and that, uh, I would hope they don't need a gimmick to come back from that. And I say 98 was a gimmick. I'm not saying that it was planned or or staged or anything like that. But that was a very, you know, you can't, that's lightning in a bottle. You can't recreate that organically. Right. Through right. just the sport, you know? Yeah. So. And, and so, but then you fast forward to 2001. World Trade Centers, you know, they fall. The very for next, the biggest public spectacle to happen after the country shuts down for a couple of days 
was baseball came back. Yeah. What made what helped the country heal itself was baseball. Well, you heal yourself through distraction and well, take, having something to take your mind off of everything that's going right, on. But yeah. We were, I mean, here in the South in Tuscaloosa, we were all Braves fans, but there wasn't a person that rooted for the Braves that night. Honestly, I wanted the Mets to win just because that it meant something to New York. Hmm. When you saw President Bush stand out there in his, you know, FDNY jacket yeah. and his, you know, NYPD hat throwing the first pitch, the president of the United States was yeah. not hiding from terrorists. He was on the baseball field throwing out the first pitch. Yeah. The next Big problem with the country that happens when they shut the country down? The pandemic this year. And what happens? Baseball's hiding. When the country needs something to wrap its arms around, we turn to basketball? <laughs> and soccer. <laughs> and soccer. Really, basketball, soccer, and hockey gets its act together before you, baseball? Yeah. Hockey! who has gone on strike five times in the last five years, seems like. But hockeys can come back? Come on now. Well, you know, I, Dave, if, if you're really desperate for sports, footy started back up. We've talked about this in the past. It's I, okay. Australian rules football. It's a heck of a lot of fun to watch if you really need something. But do I, do I need it that bad? I watch NASCAR on Sundays. Golf is back. Yeah, I watch golf. See, and that's the thing. It's like those... You've got Tiger Woods, Tom Brady. Who else was it? Peyton Manning and um, and Lefty. Uh, Lefty. Nicholson, we're all out there, you know, in the rain. Having fun. They, they understand that their job is to entertain Americans yep. through their mastery of hitting a ball with a stick. Yep. And baseball would do well to remember the same thing. I mean, let's, let's be honest. These are 18 to 40-year-olds playing a kid's game. Yeah. It's a game that you and I grew up dreaming to play the rest of our lives. Yeah. Well, not you. You you grew up dreaming to play with a protractor. But, <laughs> I mean, the rest of us normal kids. I played up, baseball until I was like 13. Come on. Okay. The rest of us normal kids that didn't dream to have a protractor in our, our bag. It's not um, a protractor. It's a graphing calculator. And it's so important to me. I still have it. Okay, the rest of us who grew up dreaming to play a kids game, um, we would we would do anything to to step in these guys' shoes. But they're fighting over a couple bucks. Yeah, and what makes me mad is Rob Manford, the the commissioner of the league, last week said, "I guarantee you there will be a 2020 season." Yeah, that's why when the MLPA's latest proposal got rejected by the owners, they said, all right, fine. We're not going to repropose. Manford, we want to play. Yep. When and where? We're ready to go. Yep. And now he's come back because the owners are saying, mm -hmm, I don't know about this. Because now yep. he, they're afraid that the MLPA will, will file a grievance at the end of the season. And, and there will be more problems and we'll go on strike after this 2021 season because the the collective bargain agreement is is now if that, up and, if that happens that would be a death knell for baseball if you have a shortened season followed by a either a strike or a lockout for whatever reason right. yeah that would be 
enough to pretty much turn off most Americans to it. Yep. I heard an interesting perspective by, um, I never believe I'd say these words, an interesting perspective from a uh, Colin Coward about baseball and why um, he was defending the commissioner for the most part, because, you know, he loves to take the side that everybody's going to argue, argue with. Right. right. But uh, at the same time, he, he talked about, and I never thought about it this way that, you know, football is, is and will remain for the foreseeable future, the number one sport in America. Yeah. Because you have a short season that can hold people, hold people's attention. You have a very defined schedule and you also have a very defined um, and seamless minor league system because high school and college are effectively the minor leagues for the NFL. Friday right. night is high school. Saturday night is college. Sunday is the NFL. And it, with, with some exceptions. With, with exceptions because you have Thursday nights and shifts and that kind of stuff. But, but that for the most part, you know, it, it, it follows. And I think that with major league baseball, the, the shame is that, the, he was talking. He was arguing about the pace of the game, which I think is part of the 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 good thing about baseball. I don't have a problem with the pace of the game. I never liked 162 game season, but that's that's just an opinion. But you have the shame of this whole thing is that you not only have all of these millionaires fighting with billionaires, you've got all of these you know workaday guys that are down in the trenches in the minor leagues who are sitting at home having to get regular jobs if they can find one. Well, and and they, most of them have gotten cut. Yeah. I mean, they, they shut that whole thing down. That should have been, I think that should have been one of the first things they could have come up with is that we're not, we're going to figure out the major league thing. We're going to bring back some semblance of minor league and at least get baseball on television. And then at least, because one of the things he was talking about in football is you follow a kid from high school, you see who he commits to in college in football. You watch him in college every Saturday and then you watch him play in the NFL. You already know who he is. For the casual fan, for the average fan, the, for, the, for the average fan, there may be two, three guys on the field at any given time for most teams. Not your favorite team. You know all nine guys for your favorite team and the bench and the bullpen and all that. But for an average fan, for everybody with their favorite team, there may be only three guys they know. The other six you've never heard of, and then you get to know them. But you don't know them immediately like you do in football. You know, and and I think that this would have been an opportunity to shine a really bright spotlight on some of the young talent and at least take the focus away from the argument that's happening over here in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let the kids play the kids game while the, the big folks, you know, argue at well, the big table, you know. So I guess I am the exception because I know most of the 26 man rosters for most teams. Yes, Dave, that is not normal. I play MLB the show a lot. Um <laughs> And I pretty much know the MLB top 100 talents, like in the minor leagues, because mm -hmm. I follow the major That's league draft. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, baseball has been has always been my love. And, and I, I, how many times have I texted you in the last two months? I need baseball. I need yeah. baseball. I mean, my summer is not right. I, I should be right now recording this podcast while my Braves are playing on this little tiny TV I have in my office right now. TV the size of an iPad. 40 inches is not a tiny TV, <laughs> but in the size of my room, it feels tiny. <laughs> but I, baseball needs to come back. Yeah. But Rob Manford is who I blame for all of this right now. Because the players are saying, all right, name it. I'll be there. And Rob Manford is listening to the owners who are saying – Ah, whatever. Let them let them do whatever. There are eight owners. They haven't said who, but there are eight owners who have said, "I I prefer us not playing this year." 
Yeah. That is eight out of the 32. There's something seriously wrong with that. Why, why is there something seriously wrong with that? Do you, I mean, I, I can understand why they wouldn't. Because they, they've forgotten that they're playing a game. Yeah. They're not, I mean, yes, they own it for the money. Yeah. But they're not, if it wasn't for us, then there wouldn't be anything. Your dad asked, who's the, what is the longest standing major league record? From 1901. Okay, there goes. That wasn't what I thought. Um, <laughs> strikeouts in a season, maybe? Because that's when they're allowed, they were allowed to pitch like four or five days back to back. Either strikeouts per season or wins per season are what I'm going with. That's not wins because the Yankees set that record. Then it no, no, no. no. By a oh, pitcher. By a pitcher. Okay. Yeah. Napla Joy. Who is that? Isn't that a driver? That, I was <laughs> going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Casey LaJoy? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Van, or Virgil, you got me. Uh, but anyway, 426. Is that on base percentage? Because it. Uh, that might be batting average, highest batting average in a season. Um, the last player to hit over 400 was Ted Williams. So yeah, it's but they only they played a lot shorter season back then. Yeah, that was batting average. Yeah, uh, that, year, Kevin, that year though he played in 131 games. Yeah, Kevin said that's why I love college sports because they'll still care about the game and they love it. But even then, let's be honest. Half of the rosters that we root for, that we think can do no wrong, they're only there because they want to get to the bigs. Well, the transfer portal proves that. Right, exactly. Where can I make my name the best to, to get my draft stock up? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not as you know. Twenty year old me wanted to keep my blinders on, and oh, college is all about the love of the game. If if we want to be honest. High school might be the love of the game, but even yeah. then, some their position no, to get to whatever college. Without when you're sitting there with a table full of hats in front of you, it was never yeah. really about okay, the so, game up to that moment. It might have been to start, but it doesn't get that way. Now you're doing it because you love it. Obviously, you've chosen that as your profession, right? And people people can love their job, you know. But you know, Dave, when, when you talk about twenty year old you only liking or thinking it's all about the love of the game, that's because to be at Bama in the late nineties, early two thousands. You yeah. were there for the love of the game. You weren't there to win championships. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I thought honest, every, every, you know, every year I thought we had a chance. Because we did that, my senior year. We started off number three. Yeah. No, that was and your that, junior that year. Went, was it junior year? The 2000 season. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I remember. I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then that first game against UCLA, and then as soon as we lost – no lie, it started pouring down rain in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I remember that day like it was the worst day of my life. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> That's strong. I kid, I kid. But anyway, so baseball needs to come back. And I thought that we'd do something fun. Okay. So I posted something this week on Facebook in the group. The Steroid Era Home Run Derby. And give me a second. Let's see if I can share this. I know there's a way to do it. Share screen. Da, 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 da. Don't show this tip again. Share screen. 
your entire screen. Yes, we'll do that. We'll share it. I guess I can't do it. Oh, wait. Sure you can. Follow these steps. Oh, wait, it's thinking. Give me a second. I have to tell them it's okay to allow it. We're thinking. <laughs> While you're doing that, Kevin Robertson says, I remember having to pay for pay-per-view during the shoe of the year. So much money wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got that right, Kev. I remember that. Yeah. All right. So this isn't working. So what I'll do is I will just, we'll talk about it. Okay. The steroid era. Well, here, maybe I can do this. Nope. Can't. Okay, the steroid era home run derby. You got Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco, Brady Anderson, Jason Giambi, Gary Sheffield, Paula Duca, A-Rod, Jeff Bagwell, King Griffey Jr., Manny Ramirez, Jason Kendall, and Matt Stairs. Who's your top four? Hmm. Who's, who's your final two? And who's your, your home run derby champ? And why is that your home run derby champ? Yeah, can you see that? There you go. You figured it out. Here, I'll change that so it's not all. I mean, given that he won, I mean, obviously your your first thought is Mark McGuire. Yeah. Given that he won the whole thing, the whole shebang, but that was more of a marathon and not a sprint. Um, I, I mean, I would love to say, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. or – I don't know. Let's I, go I think, okay, so I'm, I'm going to leave out Sammy, Barry, and Mark McGuire. I'm going to leave those three out because I, I think that those are the obvious picks. I want to go with the lesser obvious ones. If I didn't go with one of those three, I think either Griffey or Sheffield would be the two that I would go with. little tempted really? for A-Rod, not so much. He dated the doctor. It's weird. Okay, okay. So here's my, my top four. I'm going to do this. Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds. Yeah. Yes. Sammy, no, because Sammy was he wasn't he was streaky. Yeah, it's true. He you know he could be bad or he could be great. Jose Canseco needs to be in there. Mm. And King Griffey Jr. Yeah. So I'm going McGuire, Bonds, Canseco, and Jr. Okay. And then I'm going to go. So who's your final round then? My final round would be McGuire versus Griffey. Okay. McGuire's swing. K-Rob said it just right. McGuire and Sosa cancel each other out. But McGuire and Griffey's swing were beautiful. To me, King Griffey Jr., Still has the best, most beautiful swing I've ever seen. Oh sure, it's it's that it's like watching Acuna now. Yeah, it's not the same swing, but I'm saying it's that effortlessness and that smooth, mm. you know, follow through they have. And and that's one reason that I think I thought someone like Ken Griffey Jr. too, because it's about hitting a lot in a short period of time, not getting up to the plate and being able to do it game after game after. You know, this is a sprint. Yeah. I think that swing would pay off for him. Yeah, absolutely. So nobody's uh, going to pick Matt Stairs. No. So <laughs> why are Matt Stairs, Jason Kendall, and Brady Anderson and Paula Duca even in this? Great question. I mean, Brady Anderson had that one year, but he was definitely on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't even remember Paul LaDuca playing any many home run derbies. I mean, he hit some, yeah, but he, he was never an amazing hitter. Uh, Matt Stairs hit a lot of home runs, but Jason Kendall, a catcher? Really? Yeah. I don't understand um, this. Pull up. Do, do me a favor. Since you're sharing your screen, pull up YouTube and just let's do a YouTube of King Griffey Jr. swing and Mark McGuire's swing. Okay. Fill in the gap while I'm looking it up. So McGuire's swing was the, the, one of the short – I mean, he, he flicked the bat twice, threw it to his shoulder – and basically, he flicked the bat out there. I, he's got the, one of the shorter swings I've ever seen, which means his forearms. I mean, if you remember watching him, his forearms are probably about the size of my both of my legs put together. Yeah. So junior swing. I mean, it, it's still the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. All right, I'm going to mute it, but here you go. All right. I mean, just watch that. It's effortless, man. Yeah. And it's the exact same every every time. Single time. Yeah. Even but, when he pokes and, into the out. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. He's got the same thing with Acuna. Sometimes when Acuna swings, it looks like he didn't get all of it because he's hitting opposite field, but he ended up getting every last bit of it. You know? Yeah. And watch McGuire, he just flicks it. Yeah. Well, that's because he had arms the size of most people's thighs yeah or a hershizer <laughs> yelling at him <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah, but he doesn't have a follow-through and it's just kind of that chop yeah he yeah. just chopped at the ball now if you want to watch a, a weird swing oh i wait one more time oh so pretty <laughs> so pretty k robert did not look like you in 99 uh -oh. you, come on i played baseball with you <laughs> um, anyway, so pull up Jose Canseco swing. I just want to watch this again because it's hilarious. Right, hang on. Canseco could beam a ball, but it's hilarious. Oh, um, Amanda just sent me a message. What? She said, I need mas tequila, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. All right, here we go. All right. Um, da, 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 da. There you go. Jose yeah. Canseco. Yeah. What? I mean, that's such a weird – like, after seeing how compact and beautiful the other two swings are. Oh, yeah. Well, and he comes up off his feet a little bit, like – Right. Yeah. He, like, has he a little almost, hop at the end of it. He's pulling the bat in yeah. and then swinging, which yeah. is so weird to me. But it, that was an inside pitch, too, though. Yeah. Oh, but he was still one of the original Bash Brothers. That's right. All right, guys. We've gone a long time just sitting here talking about baseball. <laughs> we'll get back to our normal two topics, but these are the, the two big things on our hearts this last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and but anyway, it's the refreshment outpost, and they actually don't sell hot dogs anymore. They oh, what are they? Desserts and beverages and beer. Of course, uh, I'm sh they have an African beer, don't they? Uh, let's take a look, Dave. Um, Safari Amber Draft, Old Elephant Foot IPA. I don't know, Kevin. Yes, when when you were a senior, you hit a home run off that eighth grader from Woodville. Yes, 
I, I, I remember that. That's strong. But then remember, we also all hit home runs at Paint Rock Valley because their center field was no longer than 250 feet from the home plate. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. If you didn't hit a home run in that game, you were pretty bad. <laughs> so, all right. So, Adam, how can they get a hold of the show? Yeah, give us a shout, guys. 650-UAB-SHOW. Dial it up on your phone, and uh, you'll hear a brief message after the beep. Leave anything you want to talk about. If you've got a question, like my dad, if you've got a topic you want to rant about, if you've got a, a, a counterpoint to something that we talked about on the show or an opinion we shared, Put it out there. We will play it on the show. We will discuss it, and you will be part of the show. 650-UAB-SHOW, or you can hit us up on our socials. Dave, tell them about it. Socials are at DAdams419, at Runtide Run, at Not Related Bros for the, <laughs> the Twitters. What, was the, what does the lighter have to do with that? I don't know. Just playing with my lighter. Oh, uh, shoot. What? I forgot to put the, the tickers not here. I forgot to do the ticker this time. Where's the ticker? Oh, well. Anyway, please continue. The wonderful thing about tickers is it's the only one. <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. Okay. On uh, on Instagram, I'm Adams 419 He's Run Tide Run. The show is unrelated at birth. Uh, support us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com un- backslash unrelated at birth. Unrelated at birth.com where you'll find <laughs> blogs, merch, all that fun stuff. And Adam said he was going to do a blog, but didn't last week. Uh, so did you sure. get on that Rose? No, not yet, but I will Rose. Thank you. Thank you. Did you I liked how the ticker was basically your teleprompter for that. That was nice. And did you like how I didn't read it really? I mean, you couldn't no, tell you, I was yeah, reading you it. Summarized it very nicely because I learned how to read a teleprompter without you really seeing my eyes and what oh. they do. I can sit here and look at the screen and read out my peripherals, 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 <laughs> I'm just that good, sir. Uh, but guys, we we say it every week. We do love y'all. We uh, we hope that this was a, a more a funner, more fun, more funner, most funnest, a most funnest show. Uh, last week was a heavy topic, but uh, it seemed like it was something that we needed to talk about. But this week, baseball can be a heavy topic, just not as heavy as last week's. Uh, guys, we love y'all. steroids. Steroids make it heavier. So basically, it's the steroids to heaven. Oh jeez! <laughs> hey, hey! Before I, before I didn't do my dad joke of the week. Oh, you didn't, please. Okay, so there was this this family that was going to uh, to look for cars, and and he the the dad looked down in the the back of the hatchback and said, "Hey, cargo room, you know, cargo space." He said, "No, cargo on road, not in space." <laughs> nice. <sighs> so anyway, guys, <laughs> we love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Wear your daggum mask. Adam, take them home. <laughs> you took my mask thing, but I'll say be kind to each other. We love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Thank you guys for spending time out of your day to listen to us. And we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.